0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of 20 something. That's Perrin. And that's Holly. Welcome back, everyone. We're so happy and thrilled to have you back
1: with us for another week of this wonderful podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best podcast, if I do say so myself. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> so we love it. For sure. We are talking this week about um, kind of an interesting topic, actually. And it's not like super happy, but it's also super necessary. And in Mm -hmm. in your twenties, you deal with grandparents getting older. And I think a lot of us aren't necessarily prepared for it, whether you're close to your grandparents or you're not. um, If they've made it kind of past, past when you're 18 ish, that probably means that they're pretty old and that you're going to have to deal with (laughs) them getting older or passing away during Mm -hmm. your twenties. And so we never deal with that. And I know Perrin had a scare and I had a scare over the holidays with my grandparents. Um, and it was just like, a, it was like a very like, oh my God, this is happening. I'm going to have to be like strong for my parents. Mm -hmm. And it like, it like totally freaked me out. And like, I, I don't know. So we just decided to talk about it on here.
1: Well, and it's so interesting, Hallie, and I feel like a lot of other people might also relate to this, but with COVID being a factor, I feel the the presence of death is so much more in our minds.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: the finite nature of life is so brought to the surface in conversations not only about loved ones that we have that are older but everyone and i yeah. i don't know i feel there's some parts of me that think you know my grandparents and the way they they talk about death and dying i'm like this is kind of funny but also not at all <laughs> the way you're approaching it and i don't i don't know that sounds so insensitive of me to say but my grandma Every time I see her, which is once a week now, and I love her to death. Um, and I decided to start seeing her once a week because I wanted more quality time with her. Yeah. But every time I see her, she makes a comment about how she, how when she dies, I can have her like forks and knives. Yes. <laughs> or oh my god. Yes. Random crap around the house. Any any comment I have, I say about something that I like, she's like. Oh, well, you can have that whenever I'm dead. I'm like, you're Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: No, seriously. That's the same. I, um, my grandmother, whenever I call her, I call her about once a week. She lives in Pittsburgh. And every time I call her, she like, she makes a joke about it. She's like, oh, I'm not long for this world, Hallie. I'm just, I'm not, I'm ready to go. I'm just ready. And I'm like, grandma, what the hell? I know. <laughs> I'm like, no, but she is. And, and like, she kind of has accepted it. And it's weird because I haven't accepted mm. that. And like, I, like she's I'm super close with her and it's going to affect me a lot when she does eventually die. And like, I don't know. I, I don't, I honestly don't know how to deal with it. And then my other grandparents also kind of joke about it, but they are less jokey. I think it's probably because they're still together. Like my, my, yeah. my other grandma, my grandfather passed away 16 years ago. And so he's been gone for a long time. She just wants to be with him again, like, and be done. But my other grandparents are both still living. And I think, I think that they also are scared. And I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that until my grandfather got sick a couple months ago. And like, it got really serious. And then my grandmother got sick at the same time. And it was like, there was a week where we thought we were going to lose them both. And it was just, I was like, overcome with it. And it's, it's so hard to talk about but also like I don't I feel like I can't be the most sad because like I also was trying to be super like um strong for my mom they're her parents and so like I know when they do eventually pass on like I'm gonna need to be there for my mom and so uh, you know I'm not allowed to be the one that's like sad I mean I I am I know that but Mm -hmm. like you know, you have to be there for your parents. Yeah. And, and I think there's a balance there too. Like you,
1: you should be able to grieve in your own way because there are special people in your life, but also, yeah, I totally agree with that sentiment that, you know, recognizing that these people like how you and I are both really fortunate to have great relationships with our parents and they've always been super supportive and kind of any, hard thing that we've had to deal with in life. They're the people supporting us. But then this is sort of a, a time where it seems to need to flip. Um, yeah. and we need to be conscious of the fact that like our parents need support, I'm sure. And yeah, I don't know. It's such a strange thing that someone who's always been in your life, like we go through life and people come in and out and, you know whether it, not even because they die, but because people, relationships change. Right. And, but there are a few people that are as consistent as grandparents.
0: Yeah. They, no, it's so true.
1: They're there through so many precious moments. If you have a good relationship. And I know that not everyone does, but like my, my grandparents know more about my life history than most people will ever just yeah. because that's who they are. And they're also responsible for sort of the structure, the family structure and what family gatherings look like. Yeah for actually, life.
0: Yeah, actually, um, I this is something I wanted to bring up. So um I'm gonna shout out um my friend Katie. Um Katie, if you're listening, I love you so much. Um Woo, she, Katie, we love you. <laughs> she um right now is going through I think a hard time with her grandparent and mm. um, talking to her about it yesterday and she mentioned like, you know, if this person dies, like the family dynamic is going to change. And I thought that was super interesting because I hadn't thought about that. But, it's true. Like we always gather, like on my mom's side, like my grandparents are the reason that like the cousins even get together. Like they're they're pretty much like the focal point of like having all of the aunts and uncles over. And we always go over to my grandparents' house and like when they die, what's going to happen then? And I'm just super curious, Perrin, like, what do you think about the change in family dynamic and how, cause we don't even think about that as an impact. Yeah. But like it's, it's such a big one.
1: So for me, it, um, it's in, so my dad's mom is still living. My dad's dad passed away when he was a child. And so I don't, I don't know him and I never did. Um, mm-hmm. and, but, and my grandmother, my dad's mom, um, The way things are organized on that side of the family, I feel like won't change that much, but I think that the, the parts, the organization of the other side of the family, my mom's side, both of our parents are still living. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Most everyone lives in Kentucky on that side. And so I feel like it's just going to have to be so much more of an intentional effort to get together when we don't have our grandparents tying us. And then also, um I I've also started thinking about okay, whenever me and my siblings get married potentially or have long term partnerships, how is that also gonna shift, you know, the way our families gather? And I, I don't know. I it makes me sort of uncomfortable because it's gonna be so different. And I know that difference isn't always bad. But I also know that time is limited and there's not, if you don't, if you aren't intentional about it, you can't make time for everyone you love, even though you love them. And so I don't know, I, I'm kind of nervous about that and glad that I don't have to deal with it right now yet. How do you feel, Hallie?
0: I don't know. I, I'm so factual about Mm -hmm. like death and life and medical stuff and like things that happen. And so like, like, I remember like when my grandfather, um, died, we, I was probably six and oh my God, that means it's almost going to be 20 years actually that he's been gone crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. but I was young and I like vague, I remember exactly what happened like at, his funeral and like I'm super spiritual so I like talk to him all the time even now I probably sound crazy but he loved like drawing and he was an unbelievable artist and he was an engineer but he was also an unbelievable artist and so like whenever I see art I always see him in art like I'll see like him or like I'll feel him and like I'll talk to him and so like for me that spirituality part of it like uh is a comfort for me because I feel like when my grandparents um, do eventually pass on, I I feel like I'll be able to interact with them. But mm-hmm. that being said, my family is very, like, like, in the moment, very factual. Like, when my grandpa died, we did this, we did that. Like, Jews are very particular about how you have to be buried. And so we were like, okay, we'll do this, we'll do that. The funeral is going to be fast. We're going to get it done. And so everybody, like, no one really, like, grieved or at least I don't remember it and again I was so young and he died at pretty a pretty young age he must have been like 74 70 he was like between 72 and 75 and so he was pretty young although um the current life expectancy for people in the U.S. and in 2021 right now is 78 years um, Mm -hmm. and which is kind of crazy like to think about that because all of my grandparents right now are above that age Right, same. at this point, it's almost like every year, I feel like past 80, every year is like an extra blessing, you know?
1: Yeah. It's a gift. Yeah. And also Hallie. Okay. So I have a few thoughts.
0: Yeah. Um, One
1: back to like family gatherings. So whenever my great uncles or my, my, when my great grandfather had several brothers and he and all of his brothers used to have. These big family reunions and whenever the Mm -hmm. last brother died my great uncle um we stopped having those family reunions and I miss them I'm like should we just create them again and so that's another thing that I'm thinking of is, is just create I don't know making it a a point to create new traditions or just continue on their legacy the traditions that they created if they're important Mm -hmm. enough um Mm -hmm. which is totally possible and then to your point about like existing after i so believe that there is something after and i my dad's dad which also holly so weird that it's we have the same amount of grandparents and it's the same structure like our mom's parents yeah, so that's wild dad's mom but um anyway i feel and i never met my dad's dad but i still feel his presence and i still like try to think about who he was like and especially whenever i'm around my grandmother or we're gathered for thanksgiving or christmas mm-hmm. with that side of the family i can't really explain it, but I can feel in my body that he is there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I think, think that's that... crazy
0: at all. I literally – I identify with that so much. And it's funny because, like, neither of us are super uber religious or anything. It's like – for me, it's like this – and we're, we're also of two different religions. But for me, right. it's not about that part. It's literally like – I it's just spirit like it's I can just it is weird I sound I feel like I'm going off the deep end too but no I I completely identify with that I I don't think you're crazy Mm -hmm. at all especially that you can (laughs) feel it in your body like and that's a comfort that we'll be able to have and hopefully like I hope that that's a comfort my parents have like I know when my mom's parents um die eventually like I know that's going to be hard for her and so I'm going to be there for her but I also think that she is pretty spiritual in that sense. And she'll probably be able to like feel them or talk to them and they're always there. And something I'd wanted to touch on in this episode was um, we've been spending more time with them. Like as they've been getting Mm -hmm. older, we've been trying like making it uh, even in Uh, COVID making it a priority to um, speak with them and like talk to them and see them more often. Like we did um, a bunch of outdoor like visits with them um, during COVID and so oh, I, my one question for you is like, do you think that as like, how has quality time affected? You've said like, you see your grandma once a week. Um, mm-hmm. but how, like, what are some things that you do for quality time with your grandparents that like, so you can cherish these kind of last few years? That sounds so morbid, but I don't mean it to.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or like, even if it's not few years, it's just cherishing time with them. Cause yes,
0: totally. You know,
1: even if they were here for the rest of our lives, I feel like relationships, regardless of what it who it is, you have to make time for it if yeah. you want it to be yeah. meaningful. Yeah. And I I also appreciate that point because sometimes it's like, oh what there's been points in my life where I'm like, oh Nana and granddaddy. Yeah. Grandma Kitty. Yeah. I don't know if I you know, I want to play with my friends. Yes. Totally. I I have a different mindset about that now. I remember whenever I lived in Thailand, <laughs> there were times and Ireland actually there were times whenever I felt far away from my family and I just cried because I was like why am I so far away yeah my grandparents I don't see my grandparents more than once a year if that and then um I don't know moving home through COVID um I think you know I noticed my grandparents are also more lonely in general because they aren't getting to see their friends like they used to be able to as easily or do the things that they love. And so, um, this summer I went and visited my grandparents in Kentucky and then I also spent Christmas with them and spent a little bit of extra time. Um, and just, I don't know. Part of being with your grandparents is doing whatever makes them happy. Yeah. Because sometimes it's not going to be your first choice. I spent, so I went to visit my grandparents this summer, uh-huh. and my grandfather loves history. I enjoy history in doses. <laughs> 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 but for him, I will, I will do it. Anyway, we, he took me and my mom and my grandmother on a six or seven hour tour of Oldham County, which oh is where God. he lives. And so it, we we went and saw every home they ever lived in together. Oh my God. And um, pretty much every... So my grandfather started as a realtor. Uh-huh. And we saw the first home he sold and wow. it, it was really special, but it was also a very long day. Yeah. Um, I but you seen. know, you love it, you do it for them. And then with my other side of the family, my dad's mom, she lives here in Oklahoma city. And you know, right now, since I'm still in the job search process, I have more flexibility with how I manage my time. I've decided every Thursday, I go over there, and we go for a long walk, um, 45 minutes to an hour and a half, and then we have lunch together, and we just sit and chat about her life, and it's just really fun, and I've learned so much. Oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry. I'm talking a lot, but one story that I think is so great that I hadn't heard before having these lunches with my grandmother Mm -hmm. is... So, my grandma and my dad's dad, when they got married, my grandmother planned everything. Her mom had died and um, her dad wasn't really su- supporting the planning process. Okay. Um, but my dad's dad was in charge of booking everything for the honeymoon. So, anyway, they They've gotten married. They're at their wedding reception, just arrived at their wedding reception. Mm-hmm. And apparently my dad's dad says to my grandmother, uh, hey, honey, we I think we need to go because we're going to miss our flight. Oh, my God. He, he, and they hadn't had their first dance, hadn't cut the cake, hadn't really greeted anyone yet. No <laughs> way. My grandmother is like – what (laughs) so they had to quickly cut the cake before people had even had their food and um and did everything and then just left and went on their honeymoon (laughs) but I don't know it's like precious stories like that that it's so much more meaningful to hear from your grandparents and also where like if you don't get that time with them and hear their stories those stories are just going to get lost, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm a big proponent of stories. Like my grandmother who I speak to weekly um, and it's my dad's mom. So the one who's alone um, and she's, she lives a very unfortunately lonely life. Like she's been, especially through this pandemic, she lives alone in the house that her and my grandfather owned. And um, she does a lot of stuff alone. So when I talk to her, we, we talk for about like, at least an hour if not longer and I just kind of let her tell her stories because one I love them and in the Jewish um like culture we call them myces, and so I'll call her and be like grandma I'm ready for some myces. and she's like are you sure and I'm like yeah and she'll like, tell me a bunch <laughs> oh. of stories and I love a mycy. and I like I want to pass that on to my kids like you should always hear about myces. like again this is kind of coming from Jewish culture but like tradition Mm -hmm. and storytelling is such a huge part of like my family, especially on that side and on my mom's side actually. I listen to Myces from my grandpa all the time. He has the best ones. He grew up with like nine siblings. He had thirteen and um but they ended up growing he grew up with nine and um like he has a bunch of crazy stories. Wow. But so I but I just love That's a huge family. It's huge. But storytelling (laughs) storytelling is just like I don't know. It's something that if you can take anything from this podcast, go um, ask one of your grandparents for a story, like their favorite Mm -hmm. story from when they were young or just growing up or with... Um, with their significant other or whatever it is. I also want to transition super quickly. We're speaking about this topic because we're in our 20s and we're feeling a lot of this right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I encourage everybody to kind of think about that because, again, this is kind of a time, like, when we're in our our 20s-ish or, like, even if hopefully you have your grandparents through your 30s, that'd be unbelievable. But this is kind of the time where things happen and, like, you know, people get older. Right. And so, like, I think a lot of people in their 20s are dealing with aging grandparents um, or even parents, mm-hmm. for that matter. And Yeah, um, absolutely. So just kind of keep your ears open and your eyes open because I think this is one of those times where, as 20-somethings, we can kind of be there for each other. Like, super simply mm-hmm. just kind of be there for each other. So. That's something I would say to take away from this.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I like that, Holly. Before
0: we get off here,
1: are there any special things about your grandparents that you'll always remember, or different lessons that they've taught you, um, anything that really sticks out to you about them? If not, that's okay.
0: Actually, I do. Um, so for my grandfather who has has been gone for a while, his biggest Mm -hmm. thing was, um, keep family like stay close to family not geographically but just stay in touch with family and Mm -hmm. during COVID I really felt that because I would I reached out to like my aunts and uncles that I don't really talk to except for at family gatherings and I just shot them a text and I know that he would have loved that Um, and then my grandmother on that side says always says every time I call her ending to the call is Hallie just keep doing what you're doing because you're perfect and Aww, I take that that's so nice. well I I and I it's a super compliment every time and I'm like oh gee thanks grandma but really like I if she's right like just keep doing what you're doing because you're going to make mistakes and that's okay the imperfect perfection is what you're going for like just mm-hmm. everything just keep trying and then from the other side sorry I have to get them all in from the other yeah. side <laughs> um my grandfather I'll just remember like the one who's alive, um, I'll just remember he, he was like, didn't speak a whole lot when I was growing up, but he's become so much more vocal. And he tells a lot of stories about his siblings and about his childhood. And mm. so I just take that like, to continue to remember things about my childhood that I can tell my kids and grandkids. Like, I think some of that, like grandparents forget a lot of that. And he remembers everything. So just, and he, like, I think he even pictures of everyone. And so like he always keeps memorabilia and my grandmother on that side as well. Um, she's made a scrapbook for every year of all of her grandchild's lives oh wow I probably will not do that at all that takes a lot of time it takes a lot of time and she spends a ton of time doing it but at the same time like I never take pictures and so I need I'll need to remember to do that especially after she's gone because I think the reason I take a lot of photos now is for her so that she can Mm -hmm. do her scrapbook thing so I'll have to remember that but um what about you Perrin
1: (sighs) I I guess for my grandfather He is such a grower of things. Mm -hmm. He has a garden. He loves to grow flowers. And he also really values tradition and family. Mm -hmm. Um, And he also loves to teach. And he's super competitive. And um, (laughs) I I don't know. I think he's just got this, like, really spicy soul that I think I – want to embody for the rest of my life like he's 80 years old and he's still trying to have push-up competitions with me and my brother I love it you're hilarious and I love you granddaddy um and my my grandmother his wife is just the sweetest like she's always calling us honey and baby and I don't know you just feel comforted in her presence yeah and she's I don't know. She's also just – and both of my grandmothers are this way. Like, neither of them are too preoccupied with their appearance and have always aged so beautifully. And, um, I I don't know, just are great female role models. Yeah. And my grandmother on the other side is a fantastic cook. She's not afraid of being independent and is one to definitely just – Sit and unpack conversations, and and think about, you know, really critically think about life and purpose, and so I mean, there's so much I I know I feel like like my grandparents.
0: Yeah, I feel like I could add a hundred things. Like grandparents are just so, I don't know, they're just they bring something that you're not going to get from anybody else. Like I've learned things Mm -hmm. from my grandparents that I would never learn from my parents or my siblings or my aunts and uncles. Like they're specific grandparent things. And I'll be so thankful for that forever.
1: I agree. Uh, Well, I think that that's a wrap
0: Hallie. I think it is too.
1: Thank you all for being here for another week of 20 something. We encourage you and invite you to follow us on Instagram at 20 something underscore pod and join us again next week.
0: Yes, absolutely. You guys, thank you. We love you. And we'll talk to you next Thursday.